You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, counsel. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Daniel, we are here. We are in the same room together recording this week. This never happens. It doesn't <laughs> happen. So this is pretty cool. You know, this is going to... I think it's going to be a little different that I can actually sit there and look into your beautiful face while I'm talking. Take a week. look at your manly beard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel, Televice Rooks, we are doing an, yet another episode. We, we're still here. Can you believe it? I know. And it's all thanks to the fans. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for, you know, just being there for us. I can't believe it. Um, we have come up to the mid-season finales for just about every show now. Uh, I have to admit, last week I said that I was reporting on the mid-season finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was wrong. Mid-season finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. happened this week. So uh, I will definitely have my Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. five-minute report coming up right after Supergirl. <laughs> However, uh, Daniel, do you have any uh, news articles that you want to talk about? Have you seen anything? Not that I can recall at the moment. You know, uh, I don't think that I have anything to recall either. We had the Batman v Superman trailer come out. We right. had the X-Men Apocalypse trailer come out. And we had the Silver Civil War trailer come out. Uh, not exactly televised heroics, but definitely comic book related. So what did you? how did you feel about these three different trailers? I really enjoyed uh, Civil War, so that got me pumped up for it. That's something I really want to see. Um, as the internet is calling it, the feels war, and it's probably true. <laughs> oh, definitely. You know, you see Robert Downey Jr. or Tony Stark. You know, he's almost breaking down in that trailer. Almost makes you want to break down <laughs> from watching it. And just that scene where he's with the War Machine, just kind of looking him down, picking it up. What do you? Him up. What do you think about that? Do you think War Machine's dead in that scene? Dude, if they kill him off, holy crap! Holy shit! That's crazy, right? I mean, I don't remember any comic book storyline where Rhodey almost dies or dies, so uh, it'd be interesting if they did that. Right. Um, Batman v Superman trailer came out. I think there's it's just more of a suck. There's not there's nothing in that that really looks that great. Uh, they have the big they they kind of ruin they kind of spoil their big reveal for the third act. Uh, we didn't we didn't see enough of Wonder Woman in the trailer. We didn't see. Uh, I don't feel we saw enough. They should have just stuck with the second trailer, basically. What I'm trying to say, the last trailer should have been the last one that we saw until the movie came out. I agree, especially since you know we're three months away from it. Yeah, it's it, what what are they what were they jumping on up on the gun for? You know, what what were they trying to get out? Like, what were they trying to do? Uh, what is it? they were afraid of they, the Civil War trailer came out and they were like oh well we need to remind people that there's a Batman Superman movie no one's forgetting that there's a <laughs> Batman Superman movie trust me I, I talked to one of my coworkers and he actually does feel like it is a marketing, a marketing scheme only because um, it's more of a hey we're going to show you everything that we're packing into this movie so you guys can actually come out and see it 
See, and, and the, whatever it is that they did with Zod, whether it be Doomsday or Bizarro or something, a com- combination of the two, they should have saved that for the movie. They should. I want. I would rather have seen a scene with Aquaman. We've been teased Aquaman since the poster, since before this movie was shot. Why not give us a, some footage of, of Aquaman in the movie? Maybe the world's not ready for Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> the world's not ready for the Jason Momoa awesomeness that, that he is? Okay, fair enough. Uh, and then the apocalypse move, the apocalypse trailer. That one looks really good. It looks action packed too. It, it really does. And you know, it, we've seen what's how many X Men movies now? This is the sixth. Uh, I mean, are we counting the god awful Wolverine movie? No, let's not count that. One. <laughs> I'm stri- strictly just X Men. I want to say this is the sixth one, and we've seen uh, Xavier go up against Magneto how many times now? I'm glad that we're bringing in uh, Apocalypse just to see what happens here. Right. And uh, I gotta say, is um, my childhood crush was uh, Psylocke from the '90s cartoon. <laughs> so I'm really happy to see her on the big screen. Good, good. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, and she does. She's uh, Olivia Munn. The the little bit I've seen of her character or her ramping up for her character, as I've been impressed. So uh, I, I can't wait to see it. However, I hope they don't pull an X Men three on me because before X Men three came out, they had. Um, uh, I can't remember the actor's name right at this moment. Ben Foster. Right. Ben Foster talking about all the stuff that he did for Angel and how much work that he did. And they had a lot of the trailers were focusing on Angel. How much of Angel was actually in X Men 3? First 10 minutes and maybe the last two minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so little of Angel in that movie that it's like, why did you even spend so much time talking about him? Right. I, and, you know, it is comic book related. So. What about Turtles? What did you think? That, did you watch the trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? I did. What did you think? Uh, uh, which kind of goes with this because Stephen Amell. Right. Stephen Amell, <laughs> our arrow, our green arrow is in this movie. I liked it. Um, it looks way better than the first one. That's definitely something I got to say. But again, it's just a trailer, so they got to make it look better than the first one. So right. They have to entice you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it looks like we see an actual face or an actor for shredder uh because the dude has those claws come out uh we see casey jones saving april o'neill casey jones played by Stephen amell and he looks like he's doing a pretty good job minus uh, the long hair <laughs> minus the long hair uh but i, I don't know I, I i did not like the first movie kind of excited about this one a little bit Right, I didn't like the first one either. It was a waste of twenty bucks. So <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Uh, okay, I think that's what we're good good for news and uh, our reactions to the trailers. Let's get straight into our show, Supergirl. First show we want to talk about, and um, I just want to tell everybody out there, I called it. Oh, that's right, <laughs> that's right. I've been saying for I would say almost a month now that. Hank Henshaw is actually going to be Martian Manhunter, and I'm skipping right to the end of the episode, but boom, Hank Henshaw comes out and says, I'm Martian Manhunter to, to Alex at the very end of the episode. I was jumping for joy. If anybody had a camera in my house at that moment, they would have seen a fat man fly. <laughs> that was a really good reveal. It was. It was very, very poignant. It was very emotional. She really wants to know. Like, the whole episode had uh, her, Henshaw, and a a, a bunch of other uh, agent members, DEO agents, like, you know, looking for Jem throughout the facility. And it played out kind of like a... uh, 
horror movie, horror thriller, you know, right. because Jem has this power to take over your mind or uh, force you to do things. And he was hiding behind every corner and, uh, you know, Martian Manhunter, or I shouldn't at this point, Hank Henshaw was, uh, kept disappearing and no one knew if he was being take, taken over or what was going on, but he eventually shows up, takes out Jem and, uh, Alex is like, how did you do that without getting hurt, without, you know, being uh, damaged by the mind control? And he finally, she finally confronts him about her father being dead when she, he went with her. He, Hank Henshaw went with Dr. Danvers into whatever mission they went into, and only Hank Henshaw came out alive. Right. And I think uh, he said that the story was they were going to go and kill the alien that they found, but the alien was peaceful. Right. They were tracking an alien, which the DEO was supposed to do. Uh, Henshaw and his men were going to go in there and kill it. Dr. Danvers steps in the way, gets gets between uh, Henshaw and the alien, and sacrifices his life. And I'm guessing an explosion happens, whatever happens. Martian Manhunter gets out, but he not before talking to Danvers first and saying... Uh, you know, she he's like, please take care of my daughter, and he's like, I'll do that. So he takes over the persona of Hank Henshaw, finds Alex uh, Danvers, makes her into a DEO agent, and and protects her. And if you look back in the other episodes, that's exactly what he does. Many of the times, he's there saving Alex, kind of indirectly, right. And um, I guess from what you were telling me, too, um, it followed the comic book storyline pretty accurately about his origin. Very accurately. So, uh, you know, uh, I have another theory that I'm working on because of what uh, Martian Manhunter said to Alex in that that part of the episode. But I'll get to that afterwards. Uh, The other big thing about this episode was Kara, Supergirl, didn't have her powers for most of the episode. What did you think about it? Because they brought in the Super Flare. Right. So after fighting Ro- uh, Red Tornado in the last episode, which I thought was kind of cool that the two episodes are very connected this way, uh, she uses a power that very only very recently came into play in the comic books for Superman. It's called the Super Flare. He basically releases all the pent-up solar energy inside of his body to do one final blast attack on his enemy. The only thing is, about 24 hours after that, he has no powers. He's a human. She was at hour 48 and still not having her powers back right and basically she struggles uh she hurts her arm she gets sick she cuts herself picking up a piece of glass and all this was just new to her (laughs) (laughs) what did you think about that part when she breaks her arm she's like this is painful why didn't you tell me this sucks so bad and you you think about that you have to think about a a person that has invulnerability like that never felt pain. They don't know what to make of that. What would you think as an adult feeling pain for the first time? I'm like, what the hell is this? Why is it so uncomfortable? (laughs) I would want to cry. I would want to cry so bad. (laughs) Um, So we had that. And then we have, um, so she is making the struggle. And and you you see Maxwell Lord uh, taking advantage of the fact that Supergirl hasn't shown up during this earthquake, this disaster that National City is going through. And he's, t- he's, he's using that to his advantage to paint her in a bad light, knowing that she more than likely has lost her powers. And uh, he's, he's on camera saying, hey, she's not helping us. She's, uh, she's abandoned us. I'm here helping people. I'm the good guy. And mm, this is me not liking... Max, the character Maxwell Lord that they've created. They've really made him into a Lex Luthor when Maxwell Lord, in his own right, is a different kind of character altogether. I don't know why they decided to do this with him. 
Probably because they feel like they do need a Lex Luthor for this uh, for this character, or maybe because they're like, well, Maxwell Maxwell Lord, nobody knows who he is. So fair what? enough. You know, the most people aren't going to know who Maxwell Lord is from the comic books. Uh, us comic book nerds would know, but I get that. Okay. The other part was, or not a big part of the show, but um, Win ends up helping Cat uh, Grant throughout most of the episode. Now. We speculated on this last episode, but Wynn is, when Wynn shot, who was Winslow shot, the toy man, the person who kills Cat Grant's son in the comic books. Are we seeing something develop here between the two of them so that they can set up that storyline later? I don't think he's that malicious to bring harm to Cat Grant's son, especially the way that they were bonding in the other episode. The previous episode. Um, but with that drama, you know, love triangles, uh, with that drama, I feel like there is a possibility of him becoming a villain and trying to hurt Kara or all the loved ones around Kara. So, yeah, I mean, definitely the Connor, right? What's his name? Yeah, Connor. Yeah, he's definitely up for he's up for grabs. He's he's fair game. So yeah, we'll have to see how that develops. I think it's very interesting. Uh, so my theory: Martian Manhunter says that you know uh, Hank Henshaw and 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 Doctor Danvers came in to, to to kill him, and they ended up dying in the process. Now, what we know about Hank Henshaw pre New Fifty Two, he became Cyborg Superman. Cyborg Superman, even though. Previous to becoming Cyborg Superman, Hank Henshaw didn't look anything like Superman. After becoming Cyborg Superman, he has half a face of, of metal, the other half of Superman's face. He looks like Superman. So what if, through whatever happened, Hank Henshaw is able to manipulate his body so that he looks like Dr. Danvers? So doctor, you're going to have Dr. Van Danvers... Also have a metal exoskeleton, kind of like Terminator-like, and but he's still going to have the mind of Hank Henshaw. So we're going to have a, we're going to have a cyborg Superman or a cyborg that looks like Dean Kane, but has the mind of Hank Henshaw. So Dean Kane, who once was Superman, is going to be oh the new cyborg. My Superman. God! <laughs> <laughs> now I was informed over this past week that in the New Fifty Two. The actual cyborg Superman in the New 52 is no longer Hank, Hank Henshaw, but Kara's Kryptonian father, Zor-El. So Zor-El is the new Kryptonian super, or cyborg Superman, so her new adopted father is also going to be the new cyborg Superman. Do you see where I'm going? Right. It ties in a whole bunch of different stories with... Also showing uh, homage to past actors who played Superman. I think that is definitely going to happen at one point. You're going to see Alex, see her father come back, and she's going to be like, Dad, you're alive. I can't believe it. Where have you been this whole time? Snap. And then, bam, <laughs> you're going to have a cyborg Superman. Damn, that's a really, really good theory. So <laughs> mark this that you heard me say it here first. And if that <laughs> happens before the end of this season, I am going to be dancing again. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else about this episode that you want to talk about? Um, basically, the Kryptonians kidnapping uh, Kara. That's right. That happened at the end of the episode. I, I forgot about that. And that's how it ends. You Whoa. have Alora showing up, or no, Astra. I'm sorry. Yeah, Aunt Astra. Aunt Astra showing up, and and she has other Kryptonians with her, and they kidnap Supergirl, and that's the midseason finale. Right. What are they going to do with her? Torture her. Torture her. 
I, I could see that happening. I mean, they, they obviously they want her out of the way. Right. They feel that she's really the only threat, which is weird. You think Superman would be the big threat too, or not the big threat, but also a big threat along with Supergirl. So you'd want to get him out of the way too if they were planning on taking over uh, Earth. But that's not where we're at. No, this is this is Supergirl show, right? Right. So she's the one being kidnapped. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see the new dynamic between Martian Manhunter. What, uh, is he going to reveal himself to Supergirl? Basically, the only person knows right now is Alex, and he told Alex that she can never tell Supergirl. So we'll have to see. Right. I can't wait to see him use some of his powers. I think that's going to be the cool part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for Supergirl this week. And uh, we're going to skip ahead. We're going to do... My Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. five minute right now, and uh, we'll, after that we will get into Flash and then and then Arrow. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't even know if I'm going to need to use all five minutes because uh, not a lot happened. Um, so last week I threw in my theory that Will is going to be the dark god that was going to be, and I'm kind of half right. So the last time we saw Will, he was helping Simmons get into the portal so that she can go back home, and uh, when... He does. He's kind of overtaken by the darkness that's on this other planet, and uh, we don't exactly see what happens to him. So when Fitz goes into the cave that he knows Will will be at, because that's where uh, Simmons told him they, they, they stayed for so long, uh, he see him laying on the bed, and he's like, oh, you're Fitz. I can't believe you can't, you're here. You're here to save me. And he's like, yeah, I'm here to save you. Uh, however, at that point, he's actually dead. Will is dead. He's been take, his body's been taken over by the dark the darkness. So uh, we also have Ward on this planet, and we have Ward's men, and we have Coulson on this planet. But no one knows Coulson's there. Um, basically, Coulson is on the is 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 on the tracking for Ward and his men, and Simmons is, or Fitz is leading Ward to either the darkness or to the. Uh, the portal so because they have 12 hours basically if they need to get back to the other portal so that they can uh get back home so they find will will is going to take them to the portal hopefully the darkness will come to them by that point and the big reveal is that will is the new darkness fitz ends up trying to kill him he shoots him in the back like four times he doesn't die he gets up he starts moving again fitz pulls out a uh flare gun shoots him in the back with the flare the dude lights on fire and you think the whole thing's done. Meanwhile, Ward is fighting Coulson. Coulson is caught up to him, and he they the two of them are fighting to the death. And Coulson uses his mechanical arm or his mechanical hand and sits there and crushes his sternum. He's put so much pressure on Ward's chest that his sternum cracks and his heart gets crushed. So Ward is now dead. So wow. at the very last second, you have uh, Coulson and and Simmons makes it, or Coulson and Fitz make it through the the portal back to their team, uh, their their Shield team back on Earth, and the episode's done. You think everything's cool? Uh, that's the end of the episode. However, we have a post credit scene. Basically, every episode of Agents of Shield has a post credit scene, and in this one, you see that uh, Ward is standing up. He's he made it through the portal too, just in time. And he is he is talking to Malik, and or he doesn't talk to Malik. He's basically just he stopped Malik's car, and Ward is 
obviously he looks dead. He looks like a zombie, but it's obviously the darkness inside of him. So the darkness made it to our world, and that's what's going to happen next episode. Whoa. Or the next part of the season. Interesting stuff. Lash also got out. He killed all the Inhumans. He saved Simmons uh, inside the Hydra base, but he killed all the other Inhumans that were there because that's what Lash does, but he still saved Simmons. So May is out. Is probably going to be out looking for Lash. Wow. Congrats on, uh, you know, calling two theories. Well, one kind of. <laughs> kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, I, I figured that he would be, but... Um, they, they made it so that at the time we met him, he wasn't. But this time, he was. Uh, all right. So that's all for S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, anybody has any else they, anything else they'd like to throw in there about S.H.I.E.L.D., go ahead and give me a tweet or a Facebook comment. I would love to talk to, talk to you about it. But let's get into The Flash, mid-season finale. Wow. What did you think? Um, I just want to say off the very bat, the intro... When Zoom just says Merry Christmas, that gave me chills, man. Dude, that voice. Yeah. You know, Tony Tony Todd, the voice of Candyman, or the, the actor who played Candyman, does the voice of Zoom. Wow. Yeah. You, you see, you, what's, uh, Wells is just sitting there like, just do it. Just kill me. Let my, let my daughter live and kill me. And he's like, Merry Christmas. And it's like, whoa, oh. creepy as fuck. Right. <laughs> uh, what else happens in this episode then? Uh, very, um, basically it's a Christmas themed episode, obviously. Um, so I think Iris is, yeah, Iris is talking down Joe in the precinct and, you know, Barry's in his lab with Spivet and, uh, you know, uh, she, Iris walks in and it's all <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I like that he's, he's even says, you know, anybody could just walk in and as soon as it does, Iris walks in and catches the two of them making out. Uh, so this so we had Weather Wizard basically come back. Right. Weather Wizard comes in and he he busts out Captain Cold who the last time we saw he was he was having to fight his father, you know, they saved his sister from being killed and but he went to jail anyways and Trickster. Trickster was in last season and uh, he went back to jail too. So we have Trickster, Captain Cold and Weather Wizard all out of jail and wrecking havoc on Central City. Well, not not necessarily. Captain Cold doesn't go along with the plan. Right. He goes and he gives a warning to Barry that these two were out and they're trying to kill you. So, uh, Captain Cold, playing the hero. Right. And he just says, think of it as a uh, stocking stuffer of as a Christmas gift, you know, that I'm giving you this advice. And he's about to walk off and he's like, what, no, no spiel? You're not going to try to make me help you? That's true. He, he said, you go ahead and make make your case. And he's like, well, you could help us. And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. But, you know, it's funny because uh, he says, so to Weather Wizard, he says, you just felt, or I, Weather Wizard says to him, I let you out because I felt I owed you one. Because he let Weather Wizard out when uh, the Flash and their team were, were transporting those guys. Right? That's right, yeah. So he lets him out uh, and he... He says, oh, I'm paying you back. And then when Barry stops him, stops Captain Cole, he goes, you didn't do this, you know, just out of the kindness of heart. You, you feel like you owe me because I helped you save your sister or whatever like that. So it's funny that the two, the, the, the bargaining chips, I guess you could say, the bartering uh, that's going on between the, the three. Um, now, the idea is that uh, Cisco has to build a weather wand. 
Right. Last time we saw this was in the alternate reality now because Barry went back in time after he wasn't successful. And they, he ends up building the, the, the weather wand again. Right. And they talk about it. And, oh, oh, crap. Who says, like, how'd you guys know about it? He's like, oh, alternate reality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barry, Barry says, or no, uh, no, Jay says it. Jay says something about the fact that how did you know that was going to work? Or how did you know to, to make that? He goes, oh, well, we made it once already. And that worked. was in another past or that was another timeline that doesn't exist anymore. Right. So, um, yeah, we have more time travel coming in. That's that's interesting that, that that's becoming more prevalent. Uh, before we jump into that, uh, did you notice that uh, the magic wand looks like a giant sonic screwdriver? I did. That's very interesting. Uh, you know, the these these. Uh, oh, OK, Doctor Who has been very prevalent in this show, this show and Arrow. Uh, I mean, just actor-wise. Right. Um, uh, Black Canary's mother. Uh, Arrow's, or Oliver Queen's stepfather. Both actors came from uh, Doctor Who. John Barrowman? John Barrowman, you know, plays Matt Malcolm Merlin, came from Doctor Who. Uh, uh, the guy who's playing Rip Hunter came from Doctor Who. <laughs> there's, there's there's a lot of Doctor Who stuff going around. So, yes, it looked a lot like a, a sonic screwdriver, a large sonic yeah. screwdriver, but a sonic screwdriver. So that's a very good catch. I'm glad you brought that up. And then, yeah, time traveling. Um, I mean, obviously, even this Earth 2 Wells is like, you shouldn't have messed with the timeline. Yes, he, he jumps on him, like, really bad about that. But it's like, hey, I had to do it. I had to save people, you know? Right. So it's very interesting that, that he jumps on him so, so badly like that. I mean, you would think that would be an asset for him. But, uh, you know, that we, we did. So there's two things going on here. We have Wells obviously acting very sketchy, and we know it's because something happened between him and Zoom. Then we also have the trickster, which played by Mark Hamill once again. Very, very great right. performance, right? He's still, he's still I mean, he, he does his little his spiel, his craziness. He dresses up like Santa. I mean, he gets the kids to have all, all the gifts and stuff. Okay, so the end of the episode were not the end of the episode, but the end of the confrontation where they set up some type of deal where they took one of the presents and they made it go into the portal and then they all blew up. I had no – none of that stuff made sense to me. Something I, about magnets. <laughs> I don't quite understand. So the, these presents are going to go into the portal, which then they're going to blow up in the other Earth? Well, they were blowing up as they were going but, up in the sky. Yeah, see, I don't contact with each other. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't get it. It, I, it felt very much uh, Deusu Machina kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, hey, we don't really have an out for this. Let's just say portal magnets are done. Good, <laughs> we're good. So uh, I, we just needed to get to. Uh, the other parts of the story, the emotional parts of the story. Oh my, oh my god. god, so many feels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the actor's name that plays Joe West? Dude, I don't it's, know. His it's name. something green. Uh, he's a dude from Law and Order. Rent. Rent. Yeah. So he he was on. He he's on there, and he definitely does. He brings out the emotions in these episodes when he talks to Barry, when he talks to Iris. Oh my god, dude! If you aren't brought to almost tears, you have no soul. <laughs> <laughs> the man knows how to do emotion. Yeah, especially that speech. He was like, he didn't. He uh, Wally didn't grow up with a father, right? He, oh, he, and he has man. this thing, and and you see this. It's so funny because he has that that speech where he's he's talking to Barry, and he's like, 
I've always wanted to have a son. You know, I, I always wanted a son. Or he says something to that effect. And he's like, and you think Wally grew up without a uh, without a father? It's just not. It's not right. But then he ends the speech with, "Oh, that's right. I forgot one last thing. I want you to have this watch." And he's telling Barry this, and Barry's like, "No, that's that's your watch. It was given to you by your by your dad." He goes, "Yeah," and I said, "I'd always give it to my son." When I had one, and you're my son, and you're like, oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he still thinks of Barry as his son, even though Barry has his father back. And uh, Jesse L. Martin—that's right, that's who it was. That's his name, Jesse L. Martin. I don't know why I think Green. I think his name was Green in, in Law and Order. That's why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Detective Green. Uh, either way, he—he's—he's um, he's definitely the emotional. Uh, lightning rod, so to speak, for that show. Right. So, uh, the very end of the episode, everybody's celebrating Christmas at uh, Joe's house. You know what's funny, too, is because everybody in that room, except for Patty, is a it knows uh, Barry's secret, right? Right. Everybody in that room. Uh, at one point in the episode, Patty is about to say something about Harrison Wells, and she says, no, I can't tell you. Uh because basically what she's going to say is Harrison Wells is still alive and I've seen him. But he knows that because he's been hanging out with Harry. <laughs> so at one point he invites Harry to come to the party. Patty's going to be at that party. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> right? So then at, at the very end when the door, someone knocking on the door and everybody's already there, they're like, who are you expecting anybody else? Barry says, oh, maybe it's Harry. Maybe he decided to come to the party after all. And Patty kind of goes, what? Who Harry? You know, like she doesn't understand because she doesn't know who this Harry is. Right. If Harry had showed up to the party, it would have been <laughs> she would have went crazy. Like, what the hell is this guy doing here? He killed a whole bunch of people. <laughs> and then you'd have to explain, oh, well, he's actually from an alternate reality, and uh, oh yeah, I'm Flash. She's <laughs> <laughs> gonna end up shooting him again. Oh man, that it was. Just, I thought it was just a weird interaction. But who ended up being at the door? Wally. Wally. A young Wally West. Is it weird that his last name is West also? Because he never met his dad. His dad wasn't there when he was born. I guess his mom's name is West. I guess she never changed her last name when they divorced. Yeah. Did they get a divorce, though? I don't know. She just left. He he told everybody that she was dead, but did they actually ever get a divorce? Uh, Probably not. Hasn't been covered. To be continued. (laughs) To be continued. That's an interesting question. Well, that might be another question that just doesn't get answered. Like, is Adam Smasher dead? (laughs) Is the Sand Demon dead? King Shark dead? (laughs) Apparently King Shark's supposed to show up again. Oh, really? Yes. I've I've heard this on the internet. So, And you know everything on the internet is true. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to see. But uh, I think that's, you know, basically what that episode was. It was a very emotional... Oh, so Zoom. Zoom tells... Or... Wells, Wells, Harry tells Zoom, I know what you're doing. You're trying to make uh, Barry faster. You're trying to get him to absorb more speed force so that you can steal it from him. Right. Which is funny because you think about it, first episode of, or the first season of Flash is Harrison Wells trying to make Barry a better speedster so that he can use his speed to get back to the future. And now we have another villain trying to make Barry a better speedster so that he can steal the speed from Barry. It's a trend. It's a trend. <laughs> so we have to... Well, that's the other thing. So Zoom says, look, if you want your daughter back, you're going to have to help Harris... Or you're going to have to help Barry become a better speedster. 
so I can steal his speed. So yeah, I can betray, you can betray him. So with that with that line delivered, who do you now? Who do you think um, Zoom really is, or do you still think that it's Future Barry? I still think it's Barry. I don't think it's Future Barry. I just think it's Barry from another another Earth. I just think like, okay, do you ever watch a movie with Jet Li in it called The One? Never seen it. If you ever get a chance to watch it, it's about how there there's these uh, other Earths. I don't remember the exact number, but there's there's another set of Earth. There's a whole bunch of different Earths, and on each Earth, there's another you. And if you were t- so, basically, the Jet Li, one of the Jet Li's, and these other Earths is evil. So he's going from Earth to Earth and killing every version of himself. Every time he kills that version of himself, that version of himself has power that's distributed amongst the rest of the uh, Jet Li's that are still alive. So as it comes down to one, the evil Jet Li and then a good Jet Li, they both are evenly matched because they're both superpowered at this point because all the other Jet Li's have died. So, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of what what's going, I think is going on here, that there's a Barry from another Earth that's going around killing other Barrys or other speedsters and stealing their speed so that he can become more powerful. Okay. Whether or not that's what happened happens is, is another story, but that's what I think is, is going on. I can dig it. <laughs> Why? So, since Barry and Cisco, uh, the, the the whole Scooby gang knows that <laughs> Wells's daughter is being held captive by Zoom on another on Earth Two, why haven't they just gone into Earth Two to try and save her? Because Zoom would know and catch Barry again. Okay, so their their other plan is to do nothing. Well, I mean, what if, what if he senses Barry crossing? You know the gateway, and he's about to rescue her, and well, then Zoom but, just but snap. See, that's another thing is why the, Barry has yet to go into Earth Two. He like Jay has come from Earth Two. Wells has come from Earth Two. Zoom has sent multiple people through. Yet no one has gone over to the other side. Maybe Barry is afraid of running into himself. Maybe uh, there's a lot of things. I, I think it's kind of weird that they haven't interacted yet, or he hasn't gone over there yet. It, they haven't really come up with an idea of how to save uh, Jesse, Jesse Wells. Right. Like they aren't even they are, they aren't even coming up with a plan. Like they are just going about their lives. Like someone <laughs> isn't being held captive right now by Zoom. Well, Wells hasn't even brought up his daughter. Really, that's true. That, that that's what I'm saying. This whole <laughs> thing is just weird. What a neglectful father. <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, I, I I I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to say I was let down by this season, mid-season finale, but I think coming off of the big crossover episode last week, I don't think enough things happened. Like the emotion was there. Yeah, definitely the emotion was there. But I thought I was going to see something bigger, maybe another another standoff between Zoom and, and Flash. That'd be good, right? Uh, Maybe uh, you know another big baddie. There, who was the big villain in this episode? Oh, well, it was Trickster, Trickster Weather and Weather Trickster. Wizard. Yeah, yeah. They kind of took him out pretty easily. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Weather Wizard got the got the wand. Yeah. That wasn't good. He was able to focus his powers more. But then the bombs distracted him, and then Barry just punches him. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was just done. Soon, as soon as they said, hey, we're, we took care of the bombs, he's like, okay, bam, bam, bam. The two of them were taken out. Right. And 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 uh, Trickster was just like, oh, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Spivet just handcuffs him to the pole, and that's it. You're right. Yeah, so I, I was expecting more to happen in this episode. 
Well, I, I just got to say uh, the whole Zoom in the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode really did it for me. And I like uh, the blue lightning that kind of radiates off of him when he's just standing still. That's true. It, and that just shows that he's full of the speed force. He has so much of the, so other than Jay. Who else? What other speedsters has he killed, do you think? That, that's, that's a question right there. Right. What if uh, maybe, you know, Wally West and Earth 2 has powers and, you know, he killed him too? Ooh, that's a good question. Do you think that we're going to see Wally West get speedster powers in this Earth 1? Maybe if, um, I forgot the the serum that uh, Wells made and gave to Jay. Oh, the Velocity 9. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. So, I mean, in the original uh, DC Comics lore... You have the nephew of Iris, who is Wally, and he he comes to Central City, and he's like, "Hey, Aunt Iris, I, you know it's it's great to see you. Oh, this is your boyfriend, Barry. You know, blah blah blah. Have you guys ever met the Flash? He's my biggest hero. Or, yeah, you know, I I love him. He's he's the greatest. And 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 Barry is like, "Hey, uh, would you know? Would you like to meet the Flash?" And he does his quick thing, and he, the Flash, you know, not not exposing his identity or anything, but the Flash shows up, and the two of them are talking. He goes, well, how did you ever get your powers, Flash? I was, well, that's funny. It was a stormy night just like this, and, you know, there was lightning, and I went over to my chemicals that were on the shelf, and they were in this order, and then all of a sudden the lightning strikes, and boom, young Wally West has superpowers, just like his idol, the Flash. So will we have another... Singularity event like we did when Star Labs exploded and created Barry or created the Flash? Who knows? I mean, it's going to be interesting how it plays out if they even touch that subject. If they do. That's right, because we only have Velocity 6 at this point. Right. We still have 7, 8, and then eventually 9 to, to, to come across. Even though apparently Velocity 6 seemed to have been a, a success, Jay Garrett got his powers back for just a little bit. You know, I was actually going to stay away from uh, watching the next episode preview, but the next episode preview came on during the online ads while uh, uh, mid because they still take mid commercial breaks on the CWTV, oh. and they showed the pre- uh, the preview for the mid season premiere. Really, and um, the flat uh, Barry gets kidnapped. How do you kidnap a, f- a speedster? Uh, Zoom. Ah, oh. and so and what you have going on there. Um, Wells just flat out was like, Barry, I, I can't keep the secret from you. He's like, I've been in touch with Zoom, and Zoom told me I had to plump you up and steal your speed force. That's the only way that my daughter will make it. Um, they show a couple other clips. Uh, you know, Barry is kidnapped, and everybody is arguing with, uh, with Jay, and they tell him that he needs to take the, you know, the, the serum to become faster, and he just doesn't want to do it. So maybe Wally's like, I'll do it. Interesting. I like it. I like it. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it plays out. Right. Anything else you want to say about this episode? Uh, there's just one shot when they're in the warehouse of the three baddies, and uh, and Mark Hamill's just sitting down on the chair with a smirk, and he has that goofy suit on, and he literally the light and the camera, he makes him look like the Joker. <laughs> and you have to imagine that that's very intentional because. You know, since he did it's voice Mark Hamill, <laughs> yeah, he's the Joker. Even, even as the voice of, uh, even his voice as the trickster, you can hear the Joker in there, right? So I, I, I love it. It's, it's awesome. That's, that's, that's some good stuff. Um, I did happen to listen to a podcast this past week. Uh, it's Kevin Smith's podcast called Fat Man on Batman. They had 
Andrew Kreisberg on the podcast. Oh. So, you know, the the showrunner or executive producer, whatever you want to call him, head writer, I believe, for Supergirl and uh, Flash. And, Flash. and he also was the one of the writers, one of the head writers for Arrow the first season. So listen to, the, if you get a chance, listen to this podcast. He is... He is very, uh, very much a DC, a DC nerd. He he loves all these these storylines. And he, at one point, he wanted to do a Booster Gold show on on Sci Fi Channel that they apparently passed, and they he went and made they went and made uh, Arrow instead. And you you can only imagine that Sci Fi Channel is probably at this point like, yeah, come back, we want to do this Booster Gold show <laughs> because your other shows are doing making money. So uh, he's he's also you know in charge of the whole Legends of, Sh- of Tomorrow, which. You can just hear the excitement in his voice, and that's the part where I, I fall in love because uh, most of my life I've read comic books. So to hear these people that are in charge of the TV shows or, or the movies, you know, taking it so seriously just makes my heart feel great. It makes me feel that I haven't wasted <laughs> so much of my life. You know what I mean? Right. So he's very knowledgeable then. He's very, very knowledgeable. Big geek. <laughs> nice. So we're in good hands for uh, Legends of Tomorrow, right? In Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> we're in very good hands. So I think that's uh, that's going to be interesting to, to uh, for nonetheless. Arrow. Mid-season finale. All aboard the field train. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, okay. Do we want to skip straight to the end? You did that with... Uh, with- with everything else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just get to It's the elephant in the room. Felicity, at the end of the episode, I shot. Know. I know. <laughs> Dude, so these, they're, they're, you think everything is fine. You think they got away with it. You think they've they've solved the problem. And Ollie and Felicity are, are driving away. And right after he proposes to her in front of everybody, they're driving away in their limo. And very much like the Godfather and Sonny Corleone, these cars come up to the limo and just unleash machine gun fire on him. He jumps on top of her, puts her down on the the, the floor of the the limo. He is able to make it to the front where the driver is, kicks the driver over, drives <laughs> the limo out, gets away from the bad guys, and he goes to see Felicity, and she's shot. She's not moving. Yeah, she. He's. Oh my goodness. So. Am I supposed to believe that she's dead? Is 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 that who's in the grave? They could be John Snowing us. <laughs> <laughs> they could definitely be Glenning us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I you know I don't think that that's where we're at yet. I really don't think that. I think this is a misdirect. I don't think that the uh, the that we've made it to the six months mark where whoever's in that grave is going to be Flisty. I've said it many times on this podcast in the last couple of weeks. I don't like Olicity. I don't like the, <laughs> the Oliver and Felicity relationship. I don't think it's, I don't think it's uh, growth for either character. I think it makes them stagnant, and I think that it's bad writing. However, I don't want to see Felicity die either. <laughs> Monster <laughs> for not liking Olicity. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, she's she's shot at the end of the episode. So let's uh, now that we've said it, let's go back to the beginning. We got. Uh, basically, um, at a fundraiser for at the beach or at the wharf. That's right, at the wharf. the The whole idea is that it's Christmas, and uh, they they've gotten people to come out and clean up the the wharf uh, on their their holiday. And at, when that happens, a drone comes by and starts shooting at people. 
and Oliver running for for mayor is like you can't we can't let this happen. We this, the person that's behind this is Damian Dark. He brings him into the light and says, "Look, this guy is trying is trying to ruin our city. He is behind all the bad things." At this point, I didn't even know that. I thought everybody already knew that. I thought it was public that Damian Dark <laughs> was the one that was that was doing this stuff, but apparently it wasn't. So, what do you think? I I just feel like that was a bad move. He was asking for it. I really was, but see, and that's the the thing about him is he thought that he was putting himself in the in the in the target or in the crosshairs. To, to he's me, really putting everybody in the crosshairs. You're right. Uh, to me, it was just a giant fuck you. I know who you are. <laughs> so there you go. Very much so. Very much so. Um, but no, totally agree with you. He did put he put Team Arrow in danger, not just himself. All of Team Arrow. Right. Exactly. Um, we had Diggle going up to his brother, who's in the cage. So he has the 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 brainwashing pills have kind of. Worn off. Worn off, but yet he still feels loyal to uh, Dark for whatever reason. Maybe. Well, we from this episode, we've seen what what extent Damien will go. So maybe even if he, you know, pledges allegiance to Team Arrow, maybe he's like, well, you got to work for me all the time or else I'm going to go after your family. Right. That's and true. That could be a possibility. That could, that could definitely be a possibility. Uh, we also see uh, Malcolm Merlin come back. And he dresses up like the arrow, or he dresses up like Green Arrow, which was so so that basically we can see that there's a distinction between uh, Ollie. Oliver Queen and Green Arrow, so that there's not hey whenever how come whenever Oliver Queen isn't around the the Green Arrow is around, or how come they never in the same place at the same time kind of thing going on, right? So we have we have uh, Queen or Merlin, you know, playing around with the trick arrows. That was awesome. <laughs> I like that. He's, uh, Dark stops the arrow and he's like, don't you ever learn? He goes, actually, I do. And the thing blows up right in his face. That right. was awesome. Trick arrows, man. I love it. <laughs> uh, we need to see more of those. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be great? And it was, uh, I really liked when Damien started beating the shit out of Malcolm. And then Ollie steps in and he's like, don't you? Uh, that was awesome, too. Right. Yeah. Or or the part where in... Uh, uh, Damien is walking up to Queen or you know Oliver and stuff, and and uh, Oliver or Queen says something about Thea, and Thea looks over at uh, uh, at Dark, and Dark kind of looks at her like, "Wait, don't I know you?" Yeah, basically because of the him sucking her life force or trying to suck her life force at the Christmas party. That's at, when they make that weird eye contact. Yeah, they made that weird eye. I wonder. If, I wonder where that's going to play out. I know. <laughs> I did. Um, I did like the whole scene when Malcolm broke into Thea's apartment again. That was funny. Yeah. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a lot of good things in this episode. I'm trying to think everything that possibly did happen. Um, I mean, the the fight between Felicity and Oliver obviously pushed the envelope on the whole drama, like it has been this whole season. Right. Especially after her mom finding the, the ring. That's funny. She found the ring, and then, oh, we bring in uh, Curtis uh, Stone, not Stone, Curtis uh, Holt, thank you. And he's like, you know, or his, his husband says, you know, I didn't put it in a piece of pastry like the heteros would have done. Because that's just cliche, and she's like, "Wait a second." <laughs> uh, the other thing was, you know what? It could. <laughs> I thought about this too during the episode. It's funny because I brought this up earlier in a podcast. I said, "Isn't it weird 
that Felicity is our tech person. She's the tech person on the on the Arrow gang, Team Arrow. Why? And the fact that she has to go to another person to get her tech stuff done. So if she's the one that actually dies, if she actually dies, does that mean Mr. Terrific is going to step in and be the new tech person for the team? Dude, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> but with you just saying that, okay, what if they manage to save Felicity and she's stuck in a wheelchair? That's going to be a throwback to Oracle. That's Wow, I didn't even think about that. She, it could be a throwback to Oracle. I wouldn't like it, but that, that could definitely be a throwback to Oracle. Because then, once again, now we're Batman again. Yep. He's already he's starting to become Green Arrow, and I'm liking it. But if you make her Oracle, she's gonna be he's gonna be Batman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, you know that could that could definitely be it. So, um, but then again, you know what? What if it's a, a big fake? What if there is nobody in that grave? What if it's it's Dark, what like like not dark in the grave, but like they think they make dark think that someone died so that they can't go after that person again. Oh man, that's that's really. Can you can you think back to what it is that Barry said to said to him in that in that flash forward to the six months? I think he just says, "I'm so sorry, I can make it to the funeral." I know this uh, person meant a lot, a that's big what, deal to you. That's what I wanted to, to say. Is he says, "I know this person meant a big deal to you, yeah. not they or her or him." No. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it could have been they. They meant a lot. To yeah, you. I know they meant a lot to you. So he uses the pronoun game so that you can't. It doesn't distinguish him distinguish, or her. Yeah, him or her. All right, fair enough. Well, um, I read an article. Um, it was published by uh, MTV News. They've actually been keeping up with a lot of the superhero stuff. Um, they also think that they're John Snowing us, and they think that maybe uh, Laurel is in that grave. Wow! Wow! But then. Okay, I know it doesn't exactly go with the comic books, but Green Arrow always ends up with Black Canary. Those, that's the couple. I'm, I'm just waiting for Felicity to, to leave so that, that he will eventually fall in love with Laurel again, and the, the two of them will be together. But if that happens, what, does he go back for Sarah? But she's not Black Canary anymore. She's, she's White Canary. Canary. I mean, I, I will take this away from that article because, you know, they said it was a lot of foreshadowing with, uh, with Lance and Laurel saying, like, uh, you know, nothing's going to happen to me, but can you imagine something, you know, did happen to you? Oh, he's like, I, he's like it'd be very ugly. Right. So to that me, is a lot of foreshadow. You're right. Yeah. But to me, that still kind of points it at Officer Lance. Very true. I still, I mean, especially now that he is involved with Felicity's mother. Right. So he is kind of becoming happier. He's he's getting a relationship. He's, you know, he's got both of his daughters back to life. You know, uh, things are looking on the up. What happens when, when <laughs> stuff starts going towards the up for you? You um, end up going dead. <laughs> yep. Especially how Laurel was like, hey, don't go. You're going to blow your cover. And he's like, I pretty much already blew my cover. Yeah, that's true. Damien Dark knows that he's working with Team Arrow, basically. Yeah. Um so I guess the big reveal of why they want the bay is also towards the end of the episode. Right. They are they're growing algae that will help them uh what was it? What was in what was in that stuff? The algae was to make it so It wasn't very clear to me. <laughs> no, you're right. It wasn't very clear. What was it that they were doing? He, I I just know that when he walked into the room, he's like, Oh, it's most so clear. He's like, You don't smell any pollution in here. Yeah. Hmm. I might have to go back and rewatch that part. Maybe he's going to put his uh, mind-washing 
uh, it's going to be some kind of pheromone or something. Maybe. And Maybe. he's going to control that's, the city. Yeah, because that, that's what he wants. He wants to be able to control the city at some point. Um, once again, though, not destroy the city. Not like the previous bad guys in the seasons of uh, Arrow. Uh, they've all wanted to destroy the city, take over or whatever. He just wants he wants to just take over. Right. Um, but then again, he's also working for Hive. Right. Which is uh, you know a big part of kind of a big part of uh, DC Comics. They've they've showed up before. Uh, they're gonna you know that's an organization that we have to deal with. Evil organization. <laughs> that's right. Evil organization. What we'll what we'll to see what. What they what what their end game is, right? What do you want to see from from the second half of the season? The second half of the season, I want to see. Uh, I want to see what's going to happen with Connor, or not Connor. See, <laughs> his name should be Connor. It's William. William will we'll have to see what happens with him, and and uh, if whether or not he's going to be more of a father to him. Uh, does that mean he's going to have to give up being Green Arrow? Does that mean? You know, uh, does he win the the mayor race? I mean, he's not running against anybody else. He should win. <sighs> we have to see. Uh, I want to see what's going to happen with uh, Felicity. Obviously, right. I want to see it tie you back into Legends of Tomorrow. That's who I really want to see. I want to see what's going to happen there. I want to see Legends of Tomorrow. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I just remembered something um, that I forgot to mention. In the flashback, when he goes diving and goes into the ship, there's a map. Do you think that they're looking for a map? Uh, I don't know, because, you know, he's looking for magical relics. So do you think that possibly it's a map to the lost city of Atlantis? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. That's pretty good. Um, that'd be awesome. Speaking of, though, into that diving scene, what did you think of the shark? It was so random, right? I know. That scene itself just looked so fake, and then all of a sudden he's swimming, and then a shark shows up, and then he gets back to the to the beach, and he's like, oh, a shark bit me. And then passes out. And then passes <laughs> out. What, I mean, what's going on there? What's what's going to happen with this character, this uh, this lady? Honestly, they're going to kill her. You think so? She, I mean, or unless they torture her to see what she knows about Ollie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh Something's going to, yeah, obviously, Ollie's not going to die because we, <laughs> we know that he's in the future. <laughs> so this is all flashback. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with there. Um, very interesting stuff. Right. And uh, what I'm hoping to see for this season, hopefully the fans sparked enough uh, buzz to the point where uh, CW was like, maybe we should bring back Constantine, especially help out in the in this season it makes sense for us to have him here. Yes, it, it does. And we've said this before on the podcast. It makes complete sense to have Constantine be on Team Arrow this this season because he's going up against magical users. Right. And Oliver doesn't know much about it. Magical, at least we don't think he does. Uh, whatever happens in the last part of this season in the flashbacks could prove that he does know about magic. But uh, why not enlist John Constantine? Especially when he was like... How he got so afraid just hearing the name Damien Dark. I was like, you should stay clear away from that guy. Well, I can't really stay clear. This is my city. I could use your help, though. <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, I, and trust me, I would love to see a John Constantine show again. Uh, if it be on the CW, if it be on... I think a, a place for it on Sci-Fi Channel would be perfect. Right. Or if we really got bold, I would love to see it on Netflix. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely would fit on there. Or hell, 
Use him in Legends of Tomorrow. I'm pretty sure you guys are going to deal with some crazy stuff. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's, he could definitely be on that team. Especially with Vandal Savage. <sighs> and whatever that's going to be about. Because right. we know that he's the bad guy in that, but yet he got turned into Ash in the last episode. How are you guys going to bring him back? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about this episode? No, that's it, man. Uh, you know, uh, once again, coming off of the, the crossover, I thought... Not as impressed with this episode. It was a good episode, though. Don't right. get me wrong. It was a good episode. I would have liked to see more. When you use words like mid-season finale, finale means something. You can't... It, otherwise, it's just the episode before your your hiatus. You know, it's before your right. Christmas break. If you're going to say mid-season finale, it means you need to do something. Three shows this season, uh, Flash, Arrow... Walking Dead all had mid-season finales and weren't none that of them were too, weak. Yeah, they were pretty weak. And um, actually, another reason why I think they're John Snowing us or Glenning us uh, this for Arrow is because uh, last year when they took their mid-season finale, it ended with Ollie fighting uh, Raish. Raish, that's right, and he got stabbed, and you were like, "Oh fuck, did he die?" He fell down the mountain. Holy shit, we didn't he, see a body. He should have died. <laughs> He shouldn't right. be dead. And then the, you were like, oh, well, it's okay. He's fighting Rache. That means there's going to be Lazarus Pits. So that means he could live. And they didn't even use the Lazarus Pit nope. to bring him back to life. They used berries. <laughs> and magical herbs. Yeah, <laughs> magical herbs. Uh, so that was that was interesting that they didn't use the Lazarus Pit. But then they go and use Lazarus Pits for Thea and Sarah. So, right. Uh, I don't know. Um, that's right. I didn't even think about that. Last last season, they also did this the whole... The Glenning thing. We'll yep. have to see what happens here. Uh, that, I think I'm good. There's yeah. uh, anything in particular, not about Arrow, that you want to talk about? Um, I will say... Well, this is more for after the show, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pretty much... Uh, can't wait for it to come back. All right. I don't know, I don't know if we have an episode of Supergirl next week or not, but... I'm not entirely sure either. I'm not entirely sure either. If not, then we'll start up our Jessica Jones. Right. So... Def, even if we do have an episode of Supergirl, we'll definitely – we'll probably do the uh, – I want to say let's put it up into three. Okay. So we'll do uh, five, four, and four because there's 13 four, episodes. Four. Does that make – yeah. So, so first five episodes, the next four episodes, and then the final four episodes would be the third episode right. or the third podcast. I'll rewatch Jessica Jones. And That's what I'm going to do it. too. I'm going to rewatch the, the first five episodes. Uh-huh. Uh what did you? I mean, did we talk about this last week? What did you think of the overall series? I I really thought it was. Um, it started off slow, but um, I want to say after episode three or four, it picked up for me, and I was just like, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. I can't wait for the next episode. And yeah, definitely. It just get, getting through them was was amazing. Uh, you know, I I was one of the ones that binge watched the the first weekend, and ooh, I couldn't put it down. So can't wait to hear what you have. To, <laughs> we we have to talk about these episodes. I will say, uh, watching TV shows with a significant other that you do not live with sucks because you got to wait for that person <laughs> to watch the shows. It's torture for Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I I don't have that problem, but I can get I get what you're saying. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> um, Daniel, what is your Twitter handle? It is Daniel Von Helvet at Twitter, oh, so or, or on Twitter, and mine is at Agent underscore of the underscore Bat uh, at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, Geek Elite Radio on Facebook, and geekleetradio.com is our website. Go there and check us out. 
And Mitch, you're getting way better at saying your uh, Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't seem to be stumbling as often. Uh, and then if, uh, you know, if you, however you listen to us, you listen to us on Stitcher, or if you download us on, ti- on iTunes, go ahead and give us a five-star rating and a review, because we greatly appreciate it. Uh, but otherwise, this has been Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying... Geek out. There you go. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.